The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's me. <laughs> try- I'm doing my best James Breakwell impersonation, sorry. Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less, and I have no idea what you're talking about. I am full of enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm a little stuffed up. I can't enunciate words. I botched the word marriage, so now nobody knows what the podcast is about. But hey, I am here, and I am hyped. How about you? Our- you are definitely full of something. That is for sure. And uh, unlike you, I'm doing great. Well, I am doing even better than you because I have already seen this question. It is a wonderful one. Oh. Here it is. I met my husband while traveling abroad, and due to his having two children from a previous relationship, I was the one who moved after a few years long distance. Uh, we had the caveat that I'd need to return to North America if there were any family health issues or failing that after his kids reached adulthood and could take care of themselves. I feel that I gave up a lot by moving countries, including things like stability, a good job, my family and friends, none of whom have been able to meet our newest baby because of COVID, and just being in familiar surroundings and understanding the culture and language around me. I found it quite hard to adapt and still don't really feel that this is the place for me after six years. However, I'm now used to the relative isolation and I'm managing okay. The, the time is approaching when we had previously discussed heading back to be near my family, and I'm feeling sort of guilty about that. Part of this stems from me feeling like maybe I'd, uh, I didn't give it a good enough effort here to learn the language properly, make friends, and get a job that matches my background. Though the, though the majority of this time I've been, t- um, been home taking care of small children and doing whatever small work-from-home jobs I could get. In addition, I know how hard it is to pack up your life and head to a different country, and I feel bad about this and think it's going to be even harder for him because he's leaving his adult children behind, which is likely harder than leaving your parents and friends behind. Additionally, my old home is not home for my children either, as they basically spent their whole lives here. My husband says he's kind of excited for the move and wants to get out of here, but I really don't think he understands what he's in for. On the other hand, I do feel like I gave up several good years of my life and lost time with people that matter to me in order to accommodate his needs. Any advice to beat this guilt, or should I just suck it up and stay put for everyone's sake? All right, take it away, Steve. (laughs) jeez. Wow. Well, boy, your answer is in your question there at the end. (laughs) When the question started... I wrote down the words, her choice. And uh, to say, I, her question actually went in a, the opposite direction that I thought it was going to go. So I'm uh, glad for that. I thought she was going to talk about uh, beginning to resent her husband for the fact that she moved over. and But that's not what she was saying. But that therein lies the key to her question, which is when you moved... I will bet your husband felt a little bit of guilt there because he knew he was uprooting your life because of his set of circumstances. He had children. And uh, the deal was, though, that was your choice. You knew what you were giving up. You may not have expected or known what to expect, but you were ready to take the plunge and figure it out as you went along. The fact that you're projecting that onto your husband now says a little bit more about how how much unrest you have felt in this new country, and you're sort of assuming he will feel that in America. So to that, I say two things. Uh, one, he may like America, 
Uh, it, I, I'm not sure if he speaks English. You talked about, or how well he speaks English. You talked about how you didn't learn the language well enough and you feel bad about that. So I don't know if your husband is fluent in English or if he'll struggle with that a little bit. If he knows the language, and by virtue of marrying you, I'm guessing he knows at least rudimentary English, he'll have a much easier time coming to an English-speaking country than you did going to a non-English-speaking, not knowing the language. I hope that wasn't too convoluted. That's point number one. And point number two is your husband is making this choice with you. It's a little bit of quid pro quo, but it was the deal he struck. And this is not Faust, where all of a sudden he has to give his soul to the devil and he's regretting it. Like, he's still on board. And even if he is putting up a front saying he's excited, which I always tell people, take your spouse at face value. Stop trying to question their motive. If they say something, take it as the truth. If he's saying, I'm looking forward to it, you can accept that as the truth, or you can say, at least he's faking it for my benefit, which is what people who love each other do sometimes. Oh, yes, I love all of those romantic comedies that you want to watch. Oh, The Notebook? <laughs> well, I'd be delighted to watch that movie. Like, uh, you know the deal, but you sort of suck it up because your spouse wants to do it. I, I would say leaving his adult children, yeah, that's going to be a little more difficult. On the other hand, the word adult is right in the title, adult children. And they have options and there's airplanes. And once COVID lifts, I think people will be able to visit better. But I say, bottom line, this is your husband's choice. And if he decides that he doesn't like it, you two can have a different conversation in Lincoln, Nebraska, or wherever you end up. Like, uh, now we decide what to move from here to do. Like, uh, the guilt is only because you don't want him to feel any discomfort. And I think there's little discomfort in any kind of change. Just let him deal with it. And he will adapt more easily than you just because, if nothing else, the language barrier. I feel long-winded, James. What says you? Well, I say you sound long-winded, too. But that's okay, because I'm here to save the day <laughs> with the answer to this question. Uh, I think that uh, the answer, again, is, is in the very end of what she wrote. She said that he's kind of excited. Like, he's excited. What's there to feel guilty about? He wants to give this a go. You, you feel worried that he's going to miss his adult children, and maybe he will, but, I mean, it's 2020. You can FaceTime with anybody from anywhere. I mean, just... On, on a whim it's you know it's easier to stay in contact than ever and these are these are adults and hey quite frankly maybe he's sick of them he's spent all this time raising them it's like get them out of the house <laughs> oh, give us some distance so i wouldn't you worry about the that. high road break well wow. i wouldn't worry about that there I, th I think this guilt is coming from you're projecting onto him what your experience was i think you felt lonely and now you're worried that he's going to feel isolated and lonely and i don't know that that's going to be the case and one of the reasons is what uh steve pointed out every once in a while he he is correct. Uh, if he uh, if you. he does speak English as a second language and you come to North America, he's probably going to have an easier time than you did going to wherever you are now if you did not speak that language. Yeah. He will he will have that base there in the first place. And, and second of all, uh, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that you were a stay-at-home parent. Now, you didn't specify if things were going to switch around when he moved, if now you were going to go into the workforce <laughs> and he was going to be a stay-at-home parent. But since you didn't specify that, I imagine that's not going to be the case. So he's still probably going to be going out there and meeting people and doing all of that. Uh, but you kind of had these two isolating experiences all at once. You had the experience of moving someplace completely new where you don't know the language and you don't know anybody. And you had the I 
isolating experience of being a mother staying home with the kids. And I mean, you know, even if you had stayed in your own country, uh, it's entirely possible to feel lonely and isolated when you are a stay-at-home parent. And that's, uh, you know, yeah. that's something a lot of parents really struggle with and they have to go and reach out to people and things like that. So I think you've kind of built up this worst case scenario in your mind and then you're projecting it onto the situation. I just don't think there's any basis on that. And even if it, even if it is terrible, if he goes to North America and he hates it, he absolutely hates it. I mean, you can always move back. You can make different decisions. You can, there, there are all sorts of things. You can't, you can't plan for every uh, worst case scenario right out the gate. You just kind of, sometimes you have to just take a leap and see how it works out. And that's exactly what you did when you moved to a foreign country. You took a chance, you moved there to see how it was. Maybe it wasn't perfect, but it sounds like you had a pretty good experience. You got a couple kids out of it. You got a great marriage out of it. You had, <laughs> you had, uh, you know, you had all this time in a, in a place you'd never been before. And now, um, you're going to do the same thing again. He, your, your husband's going to go through this. He's going to go to a new place and he's going to, you know, live through all these experiences and you can't just assume they're going to be negative. So you, there's no reason to feel guilty in advance. I mean, if you, if you move there and he's the most miserable he's ever been, he's so depressed, he can't get out of bed and you refuse to move back. Well, maybe, maybe that's the time to start feeling guilty and look at options. But I, I don't think there's any reason to jump right to that disaster scenario right away. Uh, he's on board. He's excited. I say, go and do it and absolve yourself of guilt. And if something goes wrong down the road, correct from there. What do you say, Steve? I don't care what anyone says about you, James. You can turn a phrase. <laughs> uh, look, you got a couple kids out of it. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> the consolation prize. <laughs> And someday they'll move out and leave you in the lurch. Just park you at an old folks home and you'll be there sitting in a pool of your own urine at death's doorstep. Wow. All right. Well, that's about all I have to say. I like how you said, uh, you know, Steve doesn't know what he's talking about and then basically repeated everything I said. That's another strong move. <laughs> I, I phrase it better, you know, so the common folk can understand it. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know who your audience is, but I strongly suspect it's nobody. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Well, if you have a question you'd like us to answer in a semi-coherent manner, send that in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, employee, coworker, whatever you've got, send it in. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.